Hey y'all, it's Erin from the Underground Railroad. You are tuning in to another great show on the 4-Eyed Radio Network. To listen to more of this show and other great shows, tune in to www.4eyedradio.com. That's right, kids. This is your good pal, Steve-O, from 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk about a great person. Now, think about it. Who are you going to call when your logo looks like shit? You want a kick-ass logo. You want people to see your logo and go, you know what? That's an awesome logo. I wonder who did that logo. Well, I'll tell you who could do your logos for you. Check out Raven Designs. Special care of your work. Special inquiries? Check her out. She's got everything. Ravencruise.com is the place to go because you want a kick-ass logo. You want to stand above the rest. I guarantee it. You hear this song in the background? You know these guys have a kick-ass logo. It's a recognizable logo. And I guarantee it if Raven was back in that time period, she probably would have made it for them. And they would have been like, hells yeah, people know who we are because we got Raven Designs behind us. Check out Ravencruise.com if you want a kick-ass logo for business cards. Maybe you want to put it on a car. These guys did. Maybe you want to put it uh, on your building. You want something kick-ass. You want something that people can see and just go, this is awesome. Check out ravencruise.com. And you know what? Do it. Do it right now. You got nothing else going on for you right now. Get a kick-ass logo. Check out her artwork, ravencruise.com. another episode of your favorite podcast in the land, the Underground Railroad. Um, it's okay. You don't have to tell the others on the network that this is your favorite, but we all know deep down inside it is. hate to break it to you, Aaron. The favorite podcast on the network is that Power Ranger one. Oh, fuck. You're right. But we're, we're a close second. Um. Anywho's so always. what I'm going to say, I'm going to propose with this podcast, we just start implementing Power Rangers stuff into it. I can talk about the Power Rangers. <laughs> I can talk about Power Rangers for days, did, did but you, I'd did, rather talk about the Ninja Turtles. No. Not the new shit. Which one? The, I, I've Tying into the intro music we had this episode, it's a band a la Los out of Los Angeles, California. Um, I saw them on Sunday night. They op- they were part of the after party for this big Phoenix uh, skate thing that happened earlier in the day. And they actually were one of the opening bands for Death, who played oh, later ben, that night. Yeah, ben. so All the Loss is awesome. They, uh, they're from Los Angeles. Uh, obviously, they take heavy, heavy influence from, like, the zombies and... Um, Nick Waterhouse and the Kinks and even I, I feel a lot of like Lou Reed inspiration from the uh, not Lou Reed specifically more the Velvet Underground 
which obviously is mostly Lou Reed, but um, really awesome guys. Ended up hanging out with them that night after the show. Fucking rad. Um, if you like the Growlers, if you like the Velvet Underground, if you like the Zombies, uh, definitely check out All the Lost. Um, they're really rad guys. And um, we were at Joe Bot, this uh, coffee shop in downtown Phoenix, that on the weekends, they actually are open 24 hours. If you're ever in the Phoenix area and you are craving crepes, go to fucking Jobot. My favorite is the savory crepe that's like pesto and black beans. And it's got a little like sweet chutney to it. But it's it's good. I'm more of a savory person, less sweet. Um because I get my sweet from my whiskey and my bourbon. But um, we were we were there, and I, I said something about how my brothers were, like, totally not okay with what's happening to the new Ninja Turtles. And one of the guys, um, I think it might have been Spencer. It might have been the bass player, or it might have been the lead guitarist. I'm, I'm not sure which one it was at this point. Um, but they kind of broke down what they interpreted the trailers that they've been seeing, and they see that it's going very dark. Yes and no. Let's put it this way. <clears throat> I'm going to break it down for you people, because you most know me from every podcast on the network pretty much, but this is going to be the long box cast part of me taking over. Now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was originally a cartoon. Yes. Uh, well, no, originally a comic book. Now, this comic book was actually a very dark comic book. By what I mean by that is the Ninja Turtles were stabbing people, they were cussing, they were, you know, and everything like that. And it was actually a satire, almost kind of making fun of also ties in with Daredevil, actually. Oh, okay. Because he brought up Batman. No, no, no. It ties in with Daredevil because the same chemical that turned Daredevil into bl making him blind and have all of his other senses unique was the same chemical that actually dropped on the turtles in the sewers. Fish. So there's a little bit of nerd knowledge for you. Now, yes. With every this is for with, radio. With every innovation of the Ninja Turtles, yes, the storyline has been changed. Such as when you got to the 1984 cartoon show, yes, it showed the Ninja Turtles. It showed uh, everybody how Cowabunga, they became. Cowabunga, dude! Exactly, and guess what? Everybody loves that Ninja Turtle cartoon. I love it. You love I it. Love a it. lot of people love it. I think mom and dad still have the VHS tapes that we used to get at like the fucking McDonald's. No, actually, it was Burger King. Burger for King. Then the I game, don't know my then, fast food chain. It's okay. Then comes uh, Ninja Turtles the movie. I'll make some mean vegetarian Now, the first movie was actually dark. The first Ninja Turtle movie was a very dark movie. Okay, we had the turtles cussing. We had the turtles, you know, kick the damn rabbit, Michelangelo says. Ma Raphael kept saying, damn, throughout the entire film and stuff like that. That was when censoring was very Yeah, because it, it was a PG movie. Yes, then two years later, we finally get Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret, Secret of, of the, the Ooze. Ooze. That was a lighter tone movie. They did a little bit more comic with it. They had noticed more kids were seeing it, so on and so forth. So yes, Ninja Turtles did become kind of like Batman, where Batman in the 19th with Adam West is a campy Batman. I'm not bashing that Batman because I absolutely love that Batman show, but it's very different than what the Batman is now today. Then comes the next Ninja Turtle where they designed a brand new cartoon show. I believe it came out within maybe the late 90s, maybe early 2000s, mm -hmm. which was uh, right before the new Ninja Turtles movie came out, the CGI one, which I actually really enjoyed and which I thought they were going to stick with that format, but they decided not to. Now, with the new cartoon show, they went back towards more of the comic book. So we didn't see too many mutants. We didn't see too many other iterations. Uh, Bebop and Rocksteady were missing from that that uh, 
area and it got kind of weird after a while then another one came out and it was just basically trying to base off of the ninja turtles from the from the uh car the new movie that came out that went away and now nickelodeon has purchased ninja turtles and came out the new ninja turtles which is all a cgi version version uh looking version of it now what they've done with this one is they have taken the ninja turtles from pretty much every genre and have put them together so basically, you got elements from the original cartoon, you got original uh, from the secondary cartoons, you got or stuff from the comic book, you got everything going on with the Ninja Turtles universe. Fine and perfect. Now, what I have to say about this one is, yes, this is produced by Michael Bay. It's not directed by Michael Bay, it's produced by Michael Bay. I can see, yes, if they want to make this Ninja Turtles darker. Now, we've only seen a teaser trailer of the Ninja Turtles. Right off the bat, I can't really, like, I'm on the fence with it. Like, there's parts of it that I really like. Like, Leonardo falls down from the trailer. I'm like, Leonardo looks really good. Then you have Michelangelo, and Michelangelo, according to Matt Renfro, who's also on the network, when Michelangelo removes his mask, he kind of looks like a black guy. Um, I don't know what they're going with these Ninja Turtles. I understand if it's going to be darker. It Don't get me wrong. The Turtles, they look different, okay? I do like the guy who has been cast as Shredder. I think it's very weird that now Johnny Knoxville will be voicing Leonardo. Wow. Uh, which I really think that Johnny That's Knoxville... That's surprising because Johnny Knoxville from Jackass. Yes. And Leonardo is always... Leonardo and Donatello have already always been the more rational, the more intelligent to me i was like if you wanted to get centered a, turtles and i said this if you wanted to get a big name person to play these characters that's fine but johnny knoxville to me would have been more suitable for Raphael. yeah but tony and Shalhoub, i feel like um why is jack black not doing the voice of michelangelo well they haven't casted those characters yet or they haven't jack told black us. shout out to you and now that you said you jack should. black i could actually see jack black being michelangelo yet i don't know because they already had michelangelo talk and it doesn't sound like jack black <sighs> i will say this though tony shalhoub the guy who played monk yes. is going to be master splinter's voice interesting i can see that just as long as he's not playing monk right but we'll see what happens like it's only a minute and 30 seconds for this trailer um, as much as everyone wants to bash on what's her face, uh, Megan Fox, she doesn't even speak in the trailer yet. So just give her a chance at this point. And I'm like, look, everything with this movie leading up to finally this trailer has just been a blockade of shitstorm of information that no one knew anything about. Of course, when it came down to that, the turtles came from space. They weren't even turtles. They were aliens. Casey Jones was going to be the one that trained them. Casey Jones can tell them apart. So he gives them bandanas. I mean, this is why this whole movie has been kind of like, what the fuck through the beginning. Then we finally get a trailer and you finally came back with teenage mutant Ninja turtles. It's kind of a thing. Now, yes, this Damn. this hopefully this movie is going to go darker. The Ninja Turtles have always been dark. It just got light in tones when we finally got to uh, the cartoon shows. But uh, this is this is the breakdown of it right now. Yes, I can't <clears throat> I can't really say yay or nay yet on it. Of course, I am going to go see this, being a huge Ninja Turtle fan. I'm just still on the fence. Why is Michelangelo wearing yoga pants? Because he's a ninja, and ninjas need to center and. Get their chakras in line. Okay, if anybody should be wearing yoga pants, it's going to be Leonardo. You're right. Yeah. But they should all be practicing yoga. Raphael, on the other hand, is going to be huge. Like, the turtles are huge in this movie. 
Like, according, everything else, the turtles have always been shorter than everybody, but the turtles are huge in this movie. And now how it's looking at it is because Raphael is going to be probably, I'm going to go in RPG aspect where Mario, uh, not Mario, uh, Raphael is probably like the tank in most games, a warrior, so he's going to be huge in this movie. He is huge. Donatella, I think, is the skinnier of the four turtles just because he is uh, more uh, smart and he's more, to me, like a mage. Uh, Michelangelo, I think, is shorter than all the turtles just because he's younger. <clears throat> and Leonardo, <laughs> I believe, is just going to be brother. average. Well, he is the baby brother. Speaking of brothers, <clears throat> um, even though this isn't going to air until Saturday, it is currently Thursday. Sorry to ruin the surprise for y'all. Um, but apparently today is National Siblings Day, so... Oh. Thank you, brother. For, so, so it worked out. Yeah, for sharing this with me. Shout out to our other brother, Kyle, and our other brother, Ryan, who I was actually on the phone with before coming here. Uh, so, yay, family. Woo. Woo. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for creating us, and thanks, Mom, for popping us out and well, all that Well, the fact noise. that only two of us were planned. Yeah, you know, I'm the favorite accident that will ever happen to anybody's life. I also wasn't popped out. I was brutally ripped from no, not. <laughs> <laughs> I was brutally, I was brutally ripped, ripped from, from the your, womb from your mother's womb. Um, no, I I was Basically, a C-section. When you when you said that, it makes me think of that episode of The Simpsons where Homer's having the dream of him in a baby. He's inside the womb, going like wee hee hee, and then yeah. the water. He's like, oh, what's going? Oh, oh, <laughs> he gets pulled out. Oh, I love The uh, Simpsons. Apparently, FX is going to air. Every episode in the Simpsons catalog. Oh yeah! Wow. Did you also hear about the crossover with the Simpsons and Family Guy? What? Yeah, Family Guy is basically it's I believe it's a Family Guy episode, and it's going to be the Griffins visit Springfield. Damn straight. But it looks crazy because they're doing the two different art styles in that show. So it's going to be wow. the Family Guy art style and the Simpsons art style. So, that... And also, apparently, there's going to be a Futurama Simpsons crossover. I hope so. I love. Future, Futurama. Um, crazy other stuff happening in the lands. Uh, apparently, if you have a smart car, I I feel sorry for you. Um, when when the smart cars first came out, I was weary and weary and all sorts of terrified of being inside of one of those vehicles because they are so small. And the way that cars are made now, I get it. They're made to collapse in an accident to therefore make you safer in an accident and so on and so forth. But that is a that isn't even a clown car. That is a car that would be ridden in by the awesome mouse from the mouse and the motorcycle. Oh, I thought you were going to say Mickey. Uh Mickey is an awesome mouse as well, but Ralph from the Mouse yeah, and the Motorcycle. Yeah, Ralph from the Motorcycle. Fuck yeah, you know I love that mouse. The, you know what's weird about that book? And then the movie came out. Why have we ever seen a new version of that? Because the world is stupid. There's so many good classic books that you can definitely do things with. Right, because I'm even wondering, um, early 90s, they made a movie of the Indian in the cupboard. Why have they not made another? I don't. There's certain. It's weird. Well, this is my theory. With also, um, if you give a mouse a cookie, sorry, this is. I'm. I'm not sorry. Um, with all the any time that I'm out and about, and I end up bumming a cigarette from somebody, because on occasions I smoke. Uh, mm. if I bum a cigarette from somebody, 
I usually don't have a lighter at the same time. So then I ask like, hey, do you have a light? And I follow it up with, if you give a mouse a cookie, and most people think it's hilarious and laugh and they get it. But now that you said that, I wouldn't be surprised if DreamWorks is going to be like, here we go. Let's start. Because, I mean, heck, they just did uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman movie. Oh, my gosh. And, and I'm so excited. And to... there's a rumor that there might be a Rocky and Bullwinkle one like Cause that. Because I love – we – Dad was obsessed with them. Hey, if it wasn't for and Dad, and Peabody uh, was always my favorite part of. You know who? I voice? mean, Snidely and Whiplash was fun too, but like well, Simon was, and Peabody. Well, Simon, uh, Snidely Whiplash was with um, Dudley Do Right. Right, but Dudley Do Right is also part of the Rocky and, the Rocky and Bullwinkle yes. crew. But oh, I always loved because name... like Mr. Peabody was just like this little puppy that was like a custodian, you know and who then voices was him in the movie? brilliant. No. The guy who plays Phil from Modern Family. I love him. Mm-hmm. I love that show so much. And mom and dad, they they have mentioned that they've watched the show a couple of times and they just didn't get it. But this is them though. They hands don't... down, shows on TV right now. Modern Family. Every time I watch it, I have at least one at least one moment where I actually laugh out loud. There's other shows that I enjoy and I watch and I follow up on and I keep watching where I like snicker at it or whatever. But Modern Family, every time I have a laugh out loud. And Phil Dumphy is brilliant. I love him. I love the Dumphys. I love them so much. And I, I, I mean, Christopher Lloyd is part of the show. He's an executive producer on it. How can you not like something that the fucking crazy scientist from Back to the Future is a part of? How how do you not enjoy this thing? Um, but back to smart cars. Um, terrifying. When they first came out. I, I don't think I'll ever sit in one. But there's a recent thing that's been happening in San Francisco where instead of cow tipping because they're in a city so they can't tip cows they're not in the middle of Wisconsin um, they're tipping smart cars and people are not sure if it's part of a prank or if it's part of an outrage as far as like booming economy in a specific San Francisco neighborhood and the fact that the rent rates are high are raising and so on and so forth. But I mean, falls, dude, your car can be your car is parked on the street because you're in San Francisco and there is no way that you cannot park on the street in major cities like that. Um, granted, too, too granted too, you're in San Francisco. So the fact that your car is probably not parked level on the street, it's parked at a crazy uphill climb or a crazy downhill climb. And either it's a bunch of drunk kids who thought it would be funny and they decide to all get their their bowls together and tip your car. But could you how how annoying would that be? You wake up to go to work in the morning yeah. and your car is flipped over. You're your fuel efficient, happy, like well, smart car uh, is flipped on its fucking side or flipped on its back or flipped on its fucking 
Well, uh, I'll put it this way: if you got a smart car, you're an idiot. Um, second of all, y- yeah, I don't, I don't, app- I think it's funny, but I think it's funny in a, a, an aspect of if I saw this as like a meme on the internet, funny, but uh, to do it to people in real life, it's kind of like that's an expensive car to be flipping over and damaging. And now I'm wondering if now policies are going to start putting that into their, you know, insurance yeah, thing about your uh, insurance has your rates carbon are going to skyrocket now because they're like, oh wait, you you live in a booming metropolitan area and you have a smart car. So but where the in the thing. past having a smart car or a hybrid would give you lower insurance rates because they're like, oh, you're trying to help the, environment. To help the environment. High fives, high fives, go green. But well, now people are pranking your ass on it. And so now it's it's a hazard. It's a liability. So, um, you know, that, that, sweet, that sweet little monthly payment you had, we got to jack that well, up. Well, it puts, me, it puts me into this where I look at it going, um, it's the same thing with any vandalism on a car, whether you're keeping it, whether you're throwing eggs at it, whether you're putting baloney on it to rip the paint off. Now, back in, back in the day, my, my, you remember the Ford Taurus, right? Oh, uh, the boat. The boat. The um, the cop car boat. The cop car boat, egg shaped. Um, the egg, basically, the egg mobile is what I called it because it looked like a huge white egg. Now, uh, it got egged one time. Uh, we were parked out uh in the neighborhood because we walked down to the inner reservation to do a res party. I come back and my car was egged. Uh, then it came back to me of who egged my car. Now, the people who egged my car... Now, my, that car wasn't in the best condition to begin with. No. It was like a 1998. I mean, it ran. It was an okay car. But to egg this car was kind of like, really? Yeah. You wasted... You could have made, made, made a cake with these eggs. So, what I, I, once I found out who did it, uh, and I realized the car that they had... Now, there was these people called... I believe they were called the Treases. Um, oh, God. The, you remember those fuckers. Yeah. Um, Andrew Treese. Bringing a little all-white tukey into the Underground yeah, Andrew Railroad Therese, right now. I know he's probably not listening to this, and he's probably, hopefully he has AIDS. Uh, that's really rude. No, no, To no. wish on anyone. No, 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 because if I said cancer, cancer's incurable. AIDS, on the other hand, you can maintain. I don't know what pamphlets you've been picking up at the free clinic, but um, you're... You're highly misinformed. No, AIDS um, is uh, AIDS is incurable, but it, you can maintain it. People can live long, healthy lives if they have the yeah. Medicare and the Obamacare, um, and they I can take care of their AIDS with the I do not agree with anything Steve is saying about AIDS right now. Anyways, back footnote, to Andrew Treese. Footnote right there. Back to Andrew Aaron Therese. does not agree with jokes it, about AIDS. Why not? Do you know people with AIDS? I know people who have been severely affected by AIDS. Well, I don't know this information. This is all new information with you. Just just saying, continue. Anyways, the Trees family. The Trees family, Andrew, they drove a really nice sports car. Uh, basically, once I found out when what they did, I decided to not only egg their car, but have breakfast on their car. Uh, I went ahead and got maple syrup, powdered sugar, um, a bunch of eggs, and just demolished that fucking car. Because, uh, guess what? Don't fuck with me. So I actually so with this um, story about the smart car tipping and how it just kidding about the AIDS may, no one needs AIDS. may or may not be part of a a movement and an outcry about Maybe like revenge against kids. the nerds or whatever. It might just be a bunch of fuckers that just think like, hey, this is funny. So I remember back in the day, growing up. If your house got, if you woke up in the morning and your house was teepeed, mm-hmm. 
you could kind of narrow it down to a handful of people that might have done it. Yeah. It was more of a vengeful, like, uh, like it was either, oh, sorry, I didn't want to go to that dance with you, or sorry, somebody was an asshole, whatever. Um, me growing up with three older brothers, I remember when Ryan, our oldest, yes. what, yay, sibling day. I think you're thinking um, of the same story. I, I remember when Ryan was in high school and we would wake up on like a Sunday morning and the our front yard would be fucking trashed. Yes. There would be broken wind chimes that my mother had like gotten gifts from people. I mean, beautiful, like, potted plants would be smashed. There would be, we had these huge, beautiful eucalyptus trees that it was like the way that these, I mean, these kids had a talent for their toilet paper throwing for sure, because it was like, we're, like, that's going to come out in a monsoon storm. But at that point, we knew somebody, either it was a girl that had a crush on him that was upset that he was gay, or it was people who were like, fuck you, you're gay. Or you said the wrong thing to somebody at a party, so they decided, we know where the fuck you live, we're going to fuck your shit up. The thing that I got really mad about was, like, I don't mind egging, and I don't mind the toilet paper and stuff like that, but when you start breaking, like, pretty much things that are irreplaceable, like those whim chines, you, we can't get I those I mean, those back. were gifts from Grandma. Those were gifts from our Which dead grandma. today is actually an anniversary of her death. So, she guess, died so, April okay, 10th. Okay, now, now, these assholes, can they get AIDS? What can I give them? You can give them the wrath of karma. Oh, car Speaking of karma. Okay. Let's put it this way. This is okay, you understand that this show is going off the rails when I'm on because this is what I do. I uh, when does the Underground Railroad ever stay on the rails? I don't know. Okay, so speaking of karma, now I haven't been a huge believer. See, I think that's why people like our show because it helps with their ADD. Probably. So, speaking of karma, I was driving over to Moms and Dads yesterday. I had to drop off the Season 3 of Game of Thrones, which I'm finally caught up on, and Xbox was so gracious to give me the premiere episode, and now I have to pirate the rest of them. I mean, borrow the rest of them. Um, we're also going to talk about Walking Dead, so... Um, ah. yes. uh, but, so, I'm driving, and this guy, basically, on a motorcycle, cuts me off in traffic, and I'm like, alright, whatever. You're obviously more important than me. you got better things to do. Go on. So... So we're driving the same way, basically. And he then doesn't, he decides to cut me off again and doesn't signal when he wants to get in the turn lane, even though he had enough time because I left the space for him. But okay, fine, whatever, cut me off again. So then we're driving down 48th Street. We're almost to Warner. And I pass one car. Uh, the motorcycle basically gets out of my way. So I'm like, all right, whatever, I don't care about you anymore. We're, you know, I don't, I'm trying not to hold grudges. Keep going. So I pass one car, and then I'm driving on, and lo and behold, who am I behind again? The motorcyclist. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So he's going his way. I'm going my way. He goes to turn, but he's going way too fast. Oh. And he goes to make the turn. And his bike and him fall over. Now. Now, question. First was off, he on a real motorcycle, or was he on a fucking crotch rocket? No, no. It was a nice Harley oh. Davidson. Oh, no, no. Fuck this guy. Falls over, and I'm sitting there going like, oh, my God. My first reaction, to be fair, first reaction wasn't, fuck this guy, got what he deserved, was, oh, my God, is he okay? He was able to get up right away. The damage wasn't too much on him, morally on his bike. 
But as soon as I passed him and everything was fine, I started laughing hysterically and going, wow, this is the first time I've actually seen karma in action. And I really am not a big believer in karma because, Aaron, you know me. I'm an atheist. And I don't believe in shit. Karma doesn't have to do with religion. It's it's energy. It's the universe. Yeah, so apparently I'm getting shafted a lot lately, though, because of the universe. But It might be for things you did in a former life, or it might be for things that you haven't done yet. Okay, to be fair... Think about that. Hold on, hold no, on. To be fair, just because I was Hitler in a former life doesn't mean shit. Okay, no, but think about this, though. Think about, because I think, this is why I said what I said as far mm-hmm. as, like, it might be for things you haven't done yet, because I see some rich prick assholes that I even deal with on a daily basis, just either at work or in the world, and I'm just like, what the balls, dude? Like, why do you got to be such an asshole? And then I realize it's because... They probably have maybe been through shit. They might have been through like hell and back. And now they're in a spot in their life where they're like, they're comfortable, they're happy, they're good. So now they're treating people like shit. And it's like an unforeseen thing of like, oh, maybe the reason why you went through hell before is because the universe knew that they were trying to humble you, but they they had no power over it. And now you get to be the dick you want because you went through the shit you did. Well, or you look at it from, I look at it's it It's an from, idea. No. It's, a, it's an idea that I just came up with. No, and, no, no. And that's a valid idea because I have a theory too. My theory is the ZC universe. DC universe has Earth 1 and Earth 2. Now, in Earth, like, and they have all these multi-universes, basically. So, basically, in Earth 2, me, in Earth 2, is successful. Everything's going his way. Everything's great and stuff like that. But me, here, in Earth 1, is getting shafted. So, once I find out how to get to Earth 2, I will murder myself in Earth 2 and take over his life. That's an idea. Yeah. Um. Okay, so back to when... Like, vandalism happened to your personal property. You used to be able to, like, trace it back to something. Pretty much. And nowadays, though, it's just, like... It's random. It's random as hell. My friend Sarah Fim, who, um, she was going to be on the show tonight, but, um... I just pulled the mat around. She got free tickets to a show last night and didn't go to bed until like four in the morning and then had to work her job as a responsible adult. And when I hit her up this afternoon, she was like, I'm going to nap. And Sarah Fim and I both have a problem with naps where you expect to lay down for a little bit and then it turns into Oh, it's three in the morning, and I just woke up. Yeah, I've yeah. Uh, I've been doing that a lot lately. I've been uh, I've been coming home from work. Um, obviously, if you guys know me from other shows, I don't have a social life anymore, really. So I come home from work and pop on Netflix, and then end up just passing out on the couch. And then I wake up going like, "What happened?" Like I woke up at seven right before an hour before we we're supposed to do the show. 
So, yeah, I, I, I remember it was funny because Pat had this incident in high school and everyone thought he had mono, like his mom. He went to the doctors and stuff like that. Was um, it an iron deficiency or was it just depression? Um, I'm thinking it's a little bit. Of, he's doing a lot better, though, unlike yeah. me. Uh, I'm on. I need to probably go on another yeah. medication anyway. But uh, I want to yeah. talk about good stuff. I have been losing weight. So, well, so um. Sarah, theme, my love. I, I adore this woman. She's awesome. Again, you did not answer my question. Um, Boobs? I guess she has them. I don't know. Do I know Sarah? You haven't met her. And you might one day, but... You know, I'm so sick of your false promises. No, where I will meet her is at a random bar where she'll walk up to me and be like, I'm your wife. Or, I'm your sister's wife. Yeah. And I'm like, what? No, we're not talking about Becca. We're talking about Sarah Femme. Um, so, so Seraphim was at a party and, um, decides to go home finally after, like, she literally had left work in Scottsdale and gone home to visit her cat, which is named Thunder Kitten. Where does she work in Scottsdale? She works for an insurance company. What insurance company? I think it's. State Farm. Um, But so her cat is awesome. What what Um, does he look? The reason why her the reason why her name is Thunder Kitten is because she's like a she's a little bit of a tabby, not an orange tabby, but she's a little bit of tabby, so she's she's all stripy. So Toby and Toby is so not stripy. Oh, he is actually. You have to check him out in certain light. He actually has a faint. Okay, so. Back to Thunder Kitten. Okay, sorry. So some of Thunder Kitten's markings are literally Thundercats. Hence why this kitten is named Thunder Kitten. Um, So she's like, oh, I went home to check on Thunder Kitten. And then I went to dinner in Tempe and then drove to downtown Phoenix and then was like leaving downtown Phoenix and then like went back to a party in downtown Phoenix is leaving the party and not only her car, but all the other cars parked on the street are covered in saran wrap, honey, eggs, and oatmeal. What? It's like three in the morning and she can't even get into her car because it was saran wrapped and then covered in sticky, wet substances. And I'm not talking about ejaculation. I'm talking about egg yolk and honey. And so she has to like burr, bust through the saran wrap to even get her car door open. And then has to find items in her car to clean off the egg yolk and honey and yeah. oatmeal, dry oatmeal all over her windshield. That's just fucked up shit. Cleans it off and goes back to her place in Scottsdale only to get a phone call from one of her friends at the party who is now too drunk to drive home and needs a ride. And then Thunder Kitten got out of the apartment and got into a fucking crazy ass cat fight. She didn't go to sleep until 6 a.m. that day. And then had a date with me and our friend Skylar at like 11, noon, 3, whatever. But still, crazy balls. So that's something that it's like, okay, this is a woman who's like in her mid-20s, 
was at a house party in downtown Phoenix, and not just her car. If it was just her car, she could have been like, okay, who the fuck? But it was everybody's car. It was everybody's car. That's fucking So it was just a bunch of, like, random... And that was even, like, when I had my Beetle, I noticed it was keyed one day. And it wasn't keyed in a good way. Somebody just keyed F and U. And I was like, oh, you guys are so wrong. I'm not all about Florida University. I'm not Go Gators. Like, I love the South, but Florida U is not my thing. That's not my jam. And it's that's the thing that's interesting to me these days is that vandalism now seems to just be so haphazard. Where in the past it was a vindictive thing. It was a fuck you, motherfucker. And that's you, not the you case wanna, anymore. To be honest with you, I, I think I... Now it's, it's YouTube and Snapchat and Instagram and a bunch of... Kids who have too much time on their hands, I, I think so they I, decide to fuck up strangers' shit. I think I have a theory for this, though. Um, kids don't get the discipline that they need anymore. Kids are they feel kids these days are entitled. Uh, they feel like, oh my god, we didn't. Okay, and back in our day, you either won a game or you lost a game. Not, oh, we're not keeping score. We're playing for fun. Everybody gets a partition pre- uh, patience trophy uh also comes down to the fact that uh people okay back in the day this is this is adam carolla said it best adam carolla said it best back in the day you'd be walking down the street with your dad and you'll see mr i'm just going to use a random name he might be somebody from her past who knows mr johnson comes driving down the street in a very i I know comes driving down the street in a very nice car you know a very kick-ass sports car right and what your what you would go go oh wow dad that's a cool car and what your dad would say was son if you work hard and you be good and you do everything you're supposed to in life, you could achieve that goal. And you sat there and went, you know what? I'm going to work hard and I'm going to focus. And if I want a kick-ass sports car like that, I'm going to work. Nowadays, it goes like this. Fuck that guy. That guy's a nice car. I fucking don't like him anymore. He's a fucking prick. I bet daddy bought him that car. You know what? I'm entitled to that car. So fuck him. I'm going to go ahead and egg it tonight. That's the problem with kids these days. And I think it dropped off between the generation. Like anybody who's about 25 right now grew up with us. Grew up with the whole intention of everything. Anybody who's younger than that. So I do apologize to people if you aren't like that. I am stereotyping and I don't like to do this. But I'm just I'm throwing out a theory. Anybody who is not 25 or older don't appreciate shit. Anybody who is 24 and younger have this idea of I'm entitled to shit. On top of that, though, it still always and will always come back to how and where you were raised. Exactly. Because where we Our dad used to beat us in an inch of our lives – and throw us into the desert and say, you fucking survive tonight and you can have dinner. Wait, are we? N- no. Oh, sorry. This is my This graphic. is your other. This, this is, my... is your uh, your former family. <laughs> this is my other family. Before yes, you I'm were a... adopted. I was adopted, yes. Yeah. Um. No, because my thing is, is I even remember, okay, Beanie Babies. Oh, shit. Beanie Babies were fucking gold. I was at Half Off Day at the no, Goodwill no, no. the other day. It was not gold. It was fucking crap. Shh, shh. Okay, no wonder I've used drugs in my life because yeah, Beanie used Babies to, used to rip open the beans. Um, and just... So okay, I remember Beanie Babies. 
And I remember um, we would have to do certain things, whether it was help mom vacuum, clean the bathroom, put the dishes away, clear the table, pick up the dog shit, take out the garbage. There were there were chores. Oh my god! That we had. You just and mentioned yeah chores. Kids. We we had chores, chores and. Mom and dad are smart mother mother lickers. Mother li- mother uh, lickers. You can say it, motherfuckers. No, mother lickers. It's a shout out to the mighty boosh because I love them so much. I've never seen it. Oh, blasphemy! Any hoozles. Um. So at this time, our parents realized, okay, we could give you five dollars at the end of the week for doing this list of chores. Or mom started just buying Beanie Babies when she was out. And she was like, do you want the $5 or do you want to choose the Beanie Baby of your choosing out of this garbage bag I have in the closet? I took all the Beanie Babies. <laughs> I did not take any money. I, I did labor for Beanie Babies. And now... Even the ones that like it was like, oh, but this one's tag was wasn't made right, so it was it was this the was rare. special. This the was rare, rare. Yes. or oh, the seam wasn't right on this one, so it was like a hot titty. Or they're worth shit now. Yeah, it's they're kind worth of, it's shit. kind of funny because uh, the rhino that didn't have two horns but had one. I had that. <laughs> I had it. I had it. I still have it. It's worth nothing now. <laughs> nothing. Oh my god! I, I can't even pay off my library card debt. I can't with even. that rhino. <laughs> I'm sorry. I for, totally fucking forgot about Beanie Babies, and I just want to steal this shit and put it in my comedy act now because you're so fucking right right now. No, because the next. You go on stage. I'll be on there before you. <laughs> oh, Kidding. my God. Uh, but, yeah. No. And then it was even the thing of, like, the teeny beanies. Oh, yeah. Oh, at McDonald's. At McDonald's. Oh, so yeah. then you were like, oh, well, these are even more rare. <laughs> I'm fucking nine years old, and I'm, like, trying to, like, Aaron's collect like, shit. You know what? Thinking to that, be like, fair? I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I'm the age that I am now. And I am broke. You know what I just realized? Beanie so Babies? Broke. Beanie Babies was the first Pokemon. You oh, had yeah. to catch them fucking all. Oh, oh. The rare and ones. So, evolutions. So then when I think about the fact that it's half off day at the goddamn Goodwill. And I love you, Goodwill. But this is the only time that I do shop there is on half off day. Because, yeah, um, this is three bucks, but why not get it for a dollar fifty? Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah. also Aaron wasted, you. wasted all of her money on Beanie Baby. Yeah. And then I see Platty the fucking platypus. And I just want to pee all over her. Because <laughs> I'm so mad. I thought that was going to be my fucking college fund. I thought that was going to get me into, like... Berkeley. <laughs> I want to call this episode just Beanie Rage. I am so upset. It's just funny because I believe I still have a box full of these fucking things. Oh, oh yeah. No, when I moved 
And I remember when they did when with I Pokemon. Moved, I left. I left bags of shit in mom and dad's garage, and I was like, "Donate these bags over here. Store these bags over here. It doesn't matter. All the bags. All the bags are still there." Dad and I were in Florida cleaning out shit before Grandpa even died, which is why I have such an epic vintage clothing selection and my beautiful record player because Grandpa and Dad are so similar in the fact that they don't throw out shit. And I and told you Dad, inherited that. I told Dad, I was like, hey, so when you die... All those Skippy peanut butter jars full of screws and nuts and bolts. Guess where they're going? To you. They're going in the goddamn trash. That's where they're going. You think that. But Aaron, in truth, what's going to happen? The thing is, is that I could actually find uses for screws, nuts, and bolts. Whereas the... I want to make like a really cool bookshelf out of the surfboard Dad hasn't used since 1963. No, I rather, I rather take that and because I can't it, surf with that shit. I don't care. I rather take that and put that in my new bachelor pad when I get one. But yeah, beanie babies, fuck you. Yeah, fuck I will you, say, Ty. I, I will, I will say this. It was funny because I went to Michael's, um, probably I would say five, six months ago, is because I had to pick up more of these. Uh, I got addicted uh, with our uh, with the studio. And uh, my place, in which is actually going to happen when I move out, um, there's these little Velcro thingies where you don't have to put nails in the wall anymore. You just hang them up, and, they, and they're great. But when I went there, I saw a whole bunch of those Beanie Babies again. And it was funny now. It's all like, it was all like the My Little Pony ones they had, I guess, for the new show. And I just was funny sitting there going like, man, if you guys would have created this show like during the craze of Beanie Babies, you would have sold these things like hotcakes. I like right now. Specific story about Beanies. Hallmark. There was a, there was one of their, because they had their specialty bears. Every, yeah, every they holiday. They had one that was the Aaron Bear. And it was green with a white shamrock embroidered on it. That's right. It was named Aaron because they gave names to all their shit. And I notice it sometimes when I'm online shopping for clothing. They have names for dresses and names for shoes. And it's always like the Megan or the Jessica and whatever. So this was like the Aaron. And I was super stoked on it because I love being me. And I fully embrace my Irish heritage and myself in general. Bought that thinking like, this is worth so much and it's so like special because it's it's me it's my name it's it's a fucking piece of fabric filled with beans well it could be worse i have two superheroes with my name steve and they're the worst superheroes ever did you get that snapchat i sent you earlier today i'll have to ch no i don't i have to check so but anyways the two superheroes with my name there's steve rogers who's known as captain america then there's Stephen Strange. Both two superheroes I could care less about. I'm starting to believe I want to go back in time, punch Ryan in the face, and be like, you know what? Call me. Call my name. Make my name. Call me Spartacus. No, no, no. Call me Tony Stark Mooney. I once asked Dad. Because I would have been a badass. When Dad and I were. I could have been Ian. 
when dad and I were bonding over, I'm just thankful I'm not fucking Megan. My entire, oh my God, that was going to be mine. They all, and do you know what? If I was Megan. You were going to be Megan or Emily. If I was Megan or Emily, guess what? You wouldn't even be here. That's true. Because mom and dad would have gotten their girl. Yeah, but do you think mom would have got, never mind, I'm not going there. Um, No, mom, and then mom would have been Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not playing this out like a Disney film. Not going to go there. Um, Yeah, and then I would have had a musical number. Yeah. I would have been an outcast. Yeah. But your singing voice isn't as lovely as your percussion talent. Don't even. I can sing. Prove it. Okay. Prove it. Let's do some karaoke right now, Steve. What do you you want right now? Um... I want some. What's a good? Oh, got it, got song? it. Journey, got it. stop! Don't stop believing. No, I even got a better one. Only because that <laughs> I put that on so many mixed CDs. Maybe for you. he's right. Maybe there is something the matter with me. I just don't see how a world. Can okay, be such we're doing this thing. sibling karaoke on the Look Underground Railroad. Look at this stuff. Isn't, isn't it neat? neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Ariel is a hoarder. Wouldn't you think I'm a girl? A girl who has everything. Look at this troll. Treasures untold. How many wonders can one cavern hold? Looking around here, you think. Shush. She's got all the beanie babies. I've got gadgets and gizmos of plenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thing a box? <laughs> I got <laughs> 20. But, but who cares? No big deal. I, I want more. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those. What do you call them? Oh, feet. feet. <laughs> Flipping your fins, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, strolling along down us. What's that word again? Street. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun. Wandering free, wish I could be part of that world. Out of these waters, what would I pay to spend a day out on the sand? They understand that they don't reprimand their daughters. That's my favorite lyric, by the way. Ready to stand. Are we gonna do a Latin next? Questions,
All right, what Aladdin song you want to do? Uh, Robin Williams' best. You ain't never had a friend like me. And it's karaoke hour on the Underground Railroad. This is this is the final, man. This is a long episode. <laughs> um, <clears throat> by the way, I am impressed. I don't think I've heard you sing in a long while. So. Well, it's funny. I will say this. Um, you know me. I'm really. I'm very depth. Uh, very self-deprecating. I very yeah. I look down on myself. Which and most, like that. most comedians are. But what I mean is uh, a lot of people always ask me if I ever had any acting drama background. And I said, no, I never actually. I did one performance, and that was in the third grade when I played the Tin Man. And uh, Oh, uh, you were so good in The Wizard of Oz. But um, uh, the funny part is is uh, everybody always asks me when they see me, and I'm very charismatic, I'm very animated, and they always go like, did you do acting? And no, I've never, I never done. So uh, without further ado, Aaron, do you want to plug anything before we final out the show with this karaoke off? I want to say thank you, family. Thank you, siblings. Thank you, listeners. It's on like Donkey Kong. We're going to close this episode out with some Aladdin karaoke. Disney karaoke on the Underground Railroad. Thank you, Steve, for filling in for Natalie not being able to make it. And my beautiful friend, Sarah Fim, not being able to make it either. Now, if we were to drop down some Goofy movie. Oh, shit. Stand out. Either stand out or uh, the day after today. Oh, Balls. Okay, we're doing, we're doing this Aladdin. one, but we might have to close out the next episode of A Jedi, Sith, and Ewok with Standout. Stand I we think Clay might get down on it. Also, um, happy birthday, Mark Norman. We miss and love you, so come yes. back on the goddamn show soon. I will say this. I'm going to I'm gonna put this out here. Uh, your Twitter handle, I can't remember it for the life of me. We're but... getting so much news now that I'm actually using it. Well, I'll say this. If you want to throw out your Twitter handler, uh, handler, handler. handle, handler, uh, you, for next week's show, next week's show, after you're listening to these Disney two, karaoke, you Disney guys karaoke, give us suggestions, and we're going to make it that's happen. That's even better, but I'm going to say, who do you think is going to win? Me. Like, really? I owned it on that Ariel song. Okay, I'm going to just start posting photos of me, and then I'm going to win. Touche, touche. Boosh. Okay, ready? Right, here we go. Yeah. Oh, I don't think you quite realize what you got here. So why don't you just illuminate whilst I illuminate the possibilities? Well, Alibaba had them 40 thieves, every night had a thousand tales. Master, you ain't luck, because obviously you got a brand new master and you got the power in your corner now. Heavy ammunition in your game. You got the punch. You need the lyrics. You and how say all you got to do. I have them up in front of me, but it's been... It's, hold on, hold on. Let's it's find... It's been since a tequila night listening to this on cassette tape in Elena and Zach's car. Shout out, Awatuki. Okay, we're doing it, though. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Take two. Yes. Well, Alibaba, Bobby had them 40 thieves chasing him, had a thousand tails. Master, you win luck, cause up your sleeve, you got a man that never fails. You got some power in your corner now, you got some ammunition in your camp. You got some punches, and yahoo, and how. And I'll say, Mr. Aladdin, sir, will you press your pleasure, please? Let me take your order, jot it down, you ain't never had a friend like me. 
Here's your restaurant, and I'm your manager. Come on, whisper in the you, you ain't never had a friend like me. Yes, sir. We pride ourselves a service. You're the boss, the king. Say what you wish is your tradition. I live more vibrant vibe. some of Colin A. Try all of Colin B. I'm in the mood to help you, dude. You ain't never had a friend like me. By the way, have you ever heard Seth MacFarlane's lounge CD? No. Friends do this. Can your friends do that? Can your friends pull this? Have their little hat. Can your friends go poof? Look at here. Can your friends go abracadabra? Let her rip. And make it suck at this up here. Got me on my Got a power to help you out. So you wish you really wanna go. Got Mr. Three Miles gone, no doubt. Well, you gotta do the job like that. Mr. Lamb said, I wish all two or three. I'm on the job. You big number. Never had a friend. 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 I think our aerial one was better. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. remember this song at all. I, lo- oof, I love Aladdin. I need to revisit Aladdin. Is it too. on Netflix? No, which is weird. Bullshit. They started releasing a bunch of Disney films on Netflix, and Aladdin is They have the Fox and the Hound, which I can't watch, because the second it starts, I'm just crying. I can't watch. That's a, that's the- a sibling memory I have with you. Oh, my God. That was horrible. And I remember mom was just like, what's going on? I'm like, it's sad. You and I are just crying. This The film hasn't even started because we've well, it's seen not it even, before. No, no, it's not even that. It's the part where the where the woman has to basically put the fox. Yeah. She basically has to say goodbye to this, this thing that's been in her life for like, you know, for a long time. And she just has to. Speaking of Easter is about to happen. And this is about, to, this is going to be my first Easter without a bunny in years. Oh, yeah. I love bunnies. You want to give a shout out? Shout out to Mayfair and Hazy Jane. I'm going to pour a little (laughs) little bourbon on the rug. That would explain the mess now. Yeah. We're still um, trying to figure that out. You know, shout out to my homies. I'm liking um, this though. I'm liking. I'm liking your new karaoke thing. Yeah. I don't get to sing that much on social media anymore. We're doing, and it might not always be Disney karaoke, but I'm. We're gonna do karaoke on the Underground Railroad. So he's Lion King. I haven't. Oh, oh, do we have time? Aaron, you can make the, this podcast is the longest podcast you had, and since you've guys been off for a while, why not? What do you want to do? Uh, do you no. No. I just can't wait to be king. Oh. JTT, heartthrob of when I was seven. What the fuck? I wasn't into JTT. I was actually, I liked his friend. He was in Huck, Tom and Huck with. That guy was cute. But, yeah. Lion King. Yes. All right. This is, this is our final one. Final. Oh, do you need the, uh, the lyrics? 
got this little Leo. You're a part lion anyway. I am. This, I own this movie on uh, Blu-ray. What? Yeah. Well, because I'm a Timon and Pumbaa fan. Our karaoke, <laughs> let me know because we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. So um, if you have suggestions, hit us up on the Facebook, hit us up on the Sibling Twitter. Sibling karaoke. Sibling Underground Railroad karaoke. It's it's the new thing. It's, it's the happening. New thing. Podcast karaoke. You guys are going to love it. Thanks again Suggest- for being supporters of the 4 Aid Radio. And, uh, we love you so much. Yes. Yeah. So thanks for having hey. me on. Thanks for joining.
This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.